What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Hans. And this is Tristan. Welcome to Hans and Tristan Podcast. Tristan, how you doing out here in this heat, this hot Georgia heat? You see I'm inside, right? <laughs> I don't play. Listen, and I got my hand it's not a game. I'm going to these edges now. Uh, you got to protect your edges at all costs? At all costs. Yeah, no, nobody's going out there. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's been hot this past week and a half, I'd have to say. Like 90s and humid too. So it's one thing when it's just hot. It's another thing when you add the humidity. It's not a game out here. For those and of I'm you who are for those of you who work outside, please hydrate, stay safe, wear protective clothing. Don't don't be out here passing out. It's not a game. My long we already gotta deal with cut. Rona. Right, my lawman don't even come to cut grass until it's after six. Yeah, no, seriously, I don't blame him because it doesn't make sense. Once it really hits about 10 or even 11, like, game's over down here. It's really, yeah. like, it's going to be hot to, like, seven. <laughs> it, it, that's just what it is down here. Right, and, and it's going to take at least nine to cool off. I was about to say, like, after dark don't mean it's cool. Like, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while. So, y'all, please be careful out there. Um, but let's jump right into it. Um, reluctantly, I am going to speak on this foolishness, but we're not going to spend much time on it. We're just going to go into the deeper meaning behind it. But um, Tristan's favorite artist, Kanye. Don't um, do it, You know my favorite artist is Beyonce. I don't even know why you would say that. <laughs> is that your favorite artist? Well, Absolutely. Somebody's favorite artist, um, Kanye, posted on his Twitter saying that he'll be running He's done this before. Um, you know, nobody's taking him seriously. But for some reason, now it's getting a little more, it's trending more. You know, people are taking it a little more seriously. I'm well, not going to spend. Is, Go ahead. Can he even do that? Because even when Bloomberg tried to enter the race, they were saying it was very, very last minute for him, too, because he tried to enter right, you know, after the debates were going on and everything else to try to get on a ticket. So how is it that Kanye feels like he would be able to get on a ticket unless someone writes his name in? Right. So that's what I was going to say. Technically, he can. So as long as people are able to do that, technically, he can. Um, but for me, the bigger picture is please understand the theory behind divide and conquer. That's how Trump got in office in the first place, divide and conquer. This is just another tactic, okay, guys? Don't be fooled. Don't take this seriously. This is just another tool to divide our votes. Please, peep game, peep game, and understand what this guy's doing, okay? Come on. I feel like he needs to go back to Amber Rose because when he was with Amber Rose, <laughs> He was so on point, you know what I'm saying? Just as far as, you know, how he thought. This is the same Bush don't like black people that's now make America great. Like, mm, what happened, right? I know what happened. I know what happened. The Kardashians happened. happened. Some would say the loss of a uh, black uh, figure happened too. Oh, the his loss mother? of his mother. Mm -hmm. I think the loss of his mother made him vulnerable, but he was still fucking with Amber Rose after the fact. So then I think that shift came, but 
I don't know. I just don't like it. It's like, sir. But you know what makes me mad? I think he partnered up with who? The Old Navy or Gap or somebody recently? Yeah. Right. So I bet you these same people are going to go and support his stupid ass brand over at Gap. Because I'm just like, dude, why do we still support this man? I don't know. He has a following. Right. Even with the churches. Yes. He has a following. Um, And I don't think that people are taking the time to truly dissect it. So there's a saying, right? It's biblical. Um, (laughs) By their fruits, you shall know them. By what they produce, by what they create. And I don't think we're taking that. Like, that's true. Yes, it's Bible. And even if you don't subscribe to it, there's still some truth in the Bible. Like, there's some things that are just true, whether you believe in God or not. So by their fruits, you should know them, right? By what they do, by what they create, by what they manifest. That's what you'll know. That's what their true intentions. Just like we've talked about many times on this show, it's harder to change behavior, right? Things that are consistent, things that become a part of your character. Those are, those are harder to change versus somebody saying something or, you know, giving us a thought or a belief. Those can change exactly. in the drop of exactly. a dime. Because they're worse. Pers- yes, but a person's character and behavior, which you've pointed to numerous times, that's harder to change. And that's what I want us to kind of focus on when it comes to him. And I'm agreeing with you, like there's been a shift with him. And he's just, to me, I just see him as someone who's lost. He really is. And he's grasping his straws to stay relevant. Yes. And I don't even think it's to stay relevant. I think it's to be a wow factor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I think he, in. I don't even know if he sticks around long enough to even enjoy the gratification of the uproar. You know what I'm saying? I think mm. he just does shit. That's it's like, deep. hey, I didn't think about that. I'm waking up today. This is what I want to do. And then he goes out there to the world and then he just walks away from it. That's honestly how I feel about the situation. But because it's so much of a pattern that he hasn't been able to, I guess, recover or even recognize what's going on. Like so much has happened for him to like you in debt, you you now you open up a church, now you're doing this and now you're doing that or whatever. And it's just like, eh, what are we doing? Cause you got a clothing line, you got a church, you running for president, you, you it's kind of like, you know, mental health issues. That's what I'm that's what I'm kind of feeling. And it's like, mm. Okay. I'm agreeing with you. He's um he's <laughs> like the 10th degree of personality disorder like he has trouble aligning now i used to way back before he even made a major shift i used to credit it to um him being talented but right, like I an often, beautiful mind kind of thing and one that comes to mind to me is donald glover he is talented in so many different areas it makes sense but it why all he can't just stay. together because it's all artistic but what i was going to say is that it does and also his fruits are always still the same though no matter what vein or field he's in he's always about bringing consciousness and awareness to an undeserving population or a segment of life that's been downtrodden or you know something to that to that effect look at atlanta right, right? what right. he was highlighting with his music what he was highlighting the shows that he's written for all these things. Have substance. There you go. And his fruits are, are basically the same. With Kanye, I'm not, the fruits are not. The fruits are changing and they're, it's like they're weird. Behavior. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's so weird to me. And so my sister, um, she loves the choir. So people don't understand, like, 
the choir that he has his Sunday service with, they're a different entity of their own. Right. Right. I believe so. It. People were saying like that choir is actually great, and I'm not like I've heard that it's choir. Kanye, that, you think he's not gonna get the best of the best music? Right. Music? Like that choir is awesome, and but what I want people to understand is he comes with his own baggage and his own moral standings and his own belief, and it's hard to separate the two when he becomes a part of whatever you have going on. Does that make yeah. sense? Right, because he he becomes very invasive, mm. and it's it like you said, it's, it's just is at a manic phase that's that's honestly because if you look at the patterns of what he does is it to me it just comes at a manic phase there's no real content or justification behind it and then it's just like boom i'm gonna do this and then i'm out so i think i mean and i'm gonna be even with the whole church thing i thought that was a big ass scam but i'm with it um i personally would not feel comfortable with Kanye leading my flock. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Got to leave something. that right. I wouldn't even right be there. comfortable with him being a fucking line leader in camp. No, <laughs> where are you going? No, no one's following you. And I honestly feel like even Kim is not following him at this point. I feel like Kim is in a, her own world with her kids by herself, and they and I feel like now they're treating Kanye like Rob Kardashian. Like, yeah, you're a member. But you're not oh, one of the oh. hot members. <laughs> you're not Kim or Chloe, basically. You're not Kim, Chloe. Uh, first of all, you don't have a vagina, so we can't objectify you. So why are you here? <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But yeah, oh, that's he's, just my uh, personal opinion. But no, he does not get my vote. Kanye, kick rocks. Go work on your clothing line and your gospel songs or whatever the hell else you got coming on and going on next. Yeah, I just he's um. He's done so much, and he's, like I said, like you said, actually, so all over the place. I can't, I can't stay focused. I don't know which Kanye I'm getting. What are your motives? What are you trying to do? Um, it reminds me. Directions of the street, like what? <laughs> it reminds me of a tweet I saw um, yesterday or the day before. I meant to share it with you. I'm sorry, Tristan. I forgot to share it with you. Oh, uh, you always uh, leaving me out. <laughs> but it was talking about black women, but I think it applies in this situation as well. And the tweet said. Black women don't mind being led. We just don't want to be led astray. And I think that's the problem, like, with Black people. So Kanye's feeling like, oh, we need a leader. No, we don't mind being led. We just don't want to be, right? We just don't want to be led astray. So I think that's Let me tell you something. I will follow T.I. before I follow Kanye. And you know how I feel about that. Well, exactly. Point taken. Tiffany Haddish actually, Tiffany Haddish actually (laughs) retweeted his same tweet and said that Dave Chappelle is going to be her running mate and people knew it was a joke but people were saying I'd follow her before I follow Kanye listen let me tell you something I would legit vote for Dave Chappelle before any fucking body because let me tell you something with him you get what the fuck you get and it's straight no chaser and also he has a sense of responsibility that's what it is. He has a sense of responsibility to his demographic and to his people. And you already know he doesn't get led astray. If a man will turn out 50 million off a of principle, that's a That's million. the kind of motherfucker. <laughs> Shout out to DC. Eh. Oh, I was about to say, where is it? I was looking for it. I was like, where is it? Eh. I'm just saying, honey, we built toward five, four tough, okay? Like, you can't sit here and do that. But everyone is not built like that. 
especially in that industry. Like it's so easy to get caught up in the glitz and glamour and the whole facade of being who you're supposed to be as opposed to being who you are. And I think that's one thing I really, I like, I'm gonna be real with you. I've never watched a Dave Ch Chappelle show at all, ever, oh, right? Man. And my sister just told me all the time about that. But Great. I just like the fact that regardless whether I agree with him or don't agree with him, I feel like one, his delivery isn't of ignorance, one. So he's not trying to be hood or whatever. But you can tell us, like, please don't run up. Like, at the end of the day. <laughs> but he doesn't have to use all these street terms and da-da-da-da to display his ability to stand up for himself. On top of the fact that, again, it, he, his last stand-up, I was so intrigued by his ability to offend people and entertain them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true knack that everyone doesn't have. Because a lot of shit, I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like, did he say that? But again, you get what you get. And I can respect that. No, that's facts. That's facts. He actually did another um, special most recently. It was only like 30 minutes. It's on YouTube under Netflix is a joke. I think that's, um, that's not the name of it, but that's the name of the YouTube channel. I think that he's, it's on. And it wasn't really like a comedy uh, special. I mean, he had a couple jokes in there, but it was really him just sharing his reaction and his feelings regarding George Floyd. And he actually mm. took a shot at Don um, Lemon, who called out a lot of celebrities like Tyler Perry, like all these people, we need to hear from you. And um, Jay Chappelle's like, the streets know what go what's going on. They don't need me to tell them what's going on. They know what's going on. And just like you said, he was very succinct. He didn't have to be all, you know, like you said, hood or hip hop-esque in order to deliver his message. And it came from true raw emotion. Like you could tell that man was getting teared up when he was recounting uh, what happened to George Floyd. And he shed some light on some things that happened before Floyd in like in the history of the police department, people of color who were police officers who tried to tell on other officers who were doing wrong and what happened and how their whole career was, they were blackballed. Like he's, he's always giving you knowledge, but I will agree with you in saying that he's genuine. He stays his course and you know his fruit. And I think that's what it is with Kanye. You don't know his fruit. You don't know his allegiances. Yeah, you don't, you don't know where he's gonna lead you quote unquote lead you because hey, I ain't following you ain't leave me no guy. <laughs> I wouldn't even follow yeah. anything around Walmart <laughs> but, but moving forward um, I know this next topic is something that you've been wanting to talk about you hit me earlier in the week saying you wanted to discuss this I'm like this. really but I guess we can so um, I'll let you lead it man you, you lead into this August Alcina topic go ahead so boom bam bam right so <laughs> you had to start it like that so here's the tea go ahead you know rumors been floating around for years about jada in august and i just i'm, I'm just like august like he's a very handsome but he to me he looks a little frail he's not really my type and i'm like you got will smith jada like really but whatever these rumors been floating around we also heard rumors about them being swingers and having open relationships and blah 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 so any who we doing um, he did an interview with um, uh, the Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. <laughs> yes, um, Angela Yee. Angela Yee. 
from the breakfast club did an interview with her and then he kind of directly addressed this like he sat down with will and got his permission first before even having this relationship i think um jaden their son introduced them to each other and just going into the whole dynamic of you know how he loved their family and he could die today honey and be i'm just like what kind of a JJ she dropping out here? I was like, oh, child. If she Listen. keeping it well, it must be good. See, now, I don't know if Will's being kept. That's, that's my perspective of the situation, right? So, because I'm like this. If a man ever gives you the green light to go and be with other men, then he's already dibbling dabbling out in the streets. That's my perspective. I don't think any man who is legit faithful would give his girl the green light to go be with other dudes. Hmm, that's interesting. That's my I disagree, but I think that's interesting. Name one scenario. I don't have to name it. We have clients who do all this. Like, so when you're studying and learning about relationships in your master's program and, you know, poly relationships, open relationships, whatever, and how you get to um, these different definitions and just levels of relationships like i do believe that there there are definitely a matter of fact try not to break confidentiality here but i know of, <laughs> i know of relationships in where the partner one partner is actually being what is considered faithful another partner actually has the, I'm talking about the man the man being faithful i ain't talking about the woman being faithful i'm talking about when a man is faithful yes and he's not in jail or have medical issues. Yes. He does or he doesn't? He doesn't have, he's not in jail. He doesn't have medical. So you, that's, see, it's one thing for you to say you don't believe it, but it's another thing for you to try to explain it away. Because so which one is it, Tristan? No, because <laughs> it's a difference when someone like, the only time I've ever heard a dude be like, oh, go do you, boo, is when he locked up. Okay, so now you have to make a decision. Just because you ain't seen it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Listen, I'm just <laughs> that's what you have to I that's don't what you feel, have to make a decision. I don't feel we'll be like, oh, boo, go ahead. Frolic in these streets. I'ma sit at home. Matter of fact, I'll be on a set of bad boys 20 recording and then you holler at me. Bad boys 20. <laughs> You're stupid. Um, no, I mean, I don't know what it is for their situation. I know they've been fighting that rumors of like open relationships for years to the point where I said, I think they felt that they had to address it on the red top, uh, red, red table, whatever. I don't watch it. I'm sorry. Clearly you can see, I don't, I don't watch the red table. I think it's on Facebook. I don't watch it. it. It's interesting Facebook. though. It is interesting. There's some things that come out of it. And I think it's, um, a powerful tool of their platform, um, which we can talk about just the machine that they have going on actually. But um, I do believe though that they have been fighting those. And I think that for something to be so prevalent, there has to be a little ounce or glimmer of something about it. Does that make, does that make sense of some truth? Yeah. The issue when that we get, fire. right. The issue is like, how big is the fire? What type of fire is it? Where did the is fire start? Fire? Is it a forest right. fire or a grease fire? What kind of fire is it? There you go. This? Like, what kind of fire are we dealing with right now? But I do find it interesting, though, that August doubled down, whereas before when it first came out, you get what I mean? Kind of brushed it off, kept quiet. But now he came out and put his words to video. 
Does that make sense? Video and like rumors or text or something are two different things. He put his words to video. And then after the video, he doubled down on saying, hey, I cleared it. I'm still staying with what I said. I which said what me, I said. Right. Which me is very, to me is very interesting. And I, I want to know your, your take on this. Let's say it's true. Okay. Let's say it's true. Let's say he had a, a relationship with Jada. Will signed off on it. Boom, boom, boom. They're doing their thing. For some reason, it ends. Probably not to his <laughs> liking because clearly he's feeling hurt about it. But they decide to break it off and Will and Jada go do their own thing. What does that make him for snitching? I'm calling it out. What you look like out here airing out everybody's dirty laundry just because you felt some time, just because you got broken up with. You going to tear the whole thing down? I'm sorry. That's weak, bro. I but that's can't... the equivalent of dudes like being bitter and like leaking a girl's news and stuff like that. It's just like... It, girls it do it too. Stop I'm not it. Listen, I'm not saying girls don't do it. Like, I'm not saying that. What I am saying... be the first. A dude break up with news. you. No, I'm saying you don't leak no news, but you be letting stuff out that he said to you in confidence or anything I'll like that. I let out to you. I don't tell the world. <laughs> I'm like, huh? Let me tell you what this motherfucker done said. Okay, I call you. I don't tell the world what done went down in my bourgeois, honey. <laughs> Your bourgeois. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, what? How? Do, what is that? Doesn't that paint him in a negative light, though? Absolutely. I would never want to do. I would never ever. If I was in position, like clearly he likes cougars, and I mean. Listen, Jada got it on and popping. And still, she she bought half women out here. She looks Jada's good. mom still got it. What you hello? Mean? So you already know what Willow got to look forward to. However, right. if I was a cougar, let it be a J Lo or whomever, I wouldn't deal with August. I'm like, oh, you run your mouth too much. So imagine J Lo with Casper. Imagine Casper being out there running his mouth about what he did with J Lo. <laughs> No, when you the young tender, you shut your mouth. You keep it pushing. You play your role. So are now you are here telling the, telling the world. Are you surprised they didn't make him sign the DNA? Who to say? Who to say he did? And DNA. I'm sorry. He he might just be breaking a contract or something. I don't know. That's millions though. NDA breaking an NDA. I believe it. I believe. He, it, does I he got know. it? His career ain't popping like that. He's, he's just dropping a new. He got to yeah. And that's what makes me skeptical about it too. You you so happen to have a new album coming out. You get what I mean? So it's like, to me, it's a combination of two things. You feeling butthurt because she dropped you and then you using that because you're no longer in their fold because uh, people from the internet brought up past, you know, interviews of Jada saying how they took him to the fold and took it under the veil of his drug use and how they just took a personal interest in him and how they were just trying to help him get better. That's the story, the narrative that they put out there. But it still remains, you guys were that close. You get what I mean? Like, you guys were that close. So it makes me question his motives. Is it truly you looking to free himself, like he said in his interview? Like, it's just, he feels so free and to just let it go. Are you really freeing yourself? Or are you just being... There you go. You're using this for personal gain. Your album's coming out. You're like, you know what? Let's get popping right now because I don't have any protest entries. I ain't doing nothing for COVID. So, shoot, I got to do something. He can't go out there COVID. He got a weak immune system. <laughs> you know that right. man got a weak immune system. <laughs> and, and, you know, and who better to tear down than Will and Jada? But my thing is this. 
some people are untouchable. It's not a lot of people that are untouchable, but some people. You see what Will did to the first Aunt Viv? She came, she came in correct, though, but I get it. But regardless, she had a whole repertoire, a whole resume before Will came on the scene. And he single-handedly kind of, yeah, I'm good on you. And now she can't get no work. I agree with you. That shows the power that Will has. Exactly. But so it shows now, the power that Will has. And that's the point I'm making. So now I feel like just certain people like Beyonce, Jay-Z, it's certain people you don't cross. Yeah, the Obamas. But listen, <laughs> you might get assassinated on a nigga on the street for messing with Michelle. Everybody oh. loves Michelle. She, to me, is the pinnacle. As she, as far as Black community is concerned, she's the pinnacle. Listen. Holy grail. Listen. Higher than Beyonce. Higher than Holy grail. Exactly my point. Some people are just untouchable. And I hate to even say that because that, that insinuates a hierarchy, which it is. I mean, regardless of the fact. But I don't think he is in the position to kind of go to blows with that kind of dynamic. Because even if it's not Will directly, it's still Will affiliated. Yeah, it and is. the mother and of his kids. Thank you. Thank you. And not in that platform. Like, if you're going to take a, a jab, do it on your song. Do it. You get what I'm saying? Do, do Don't even do that. Nigga, write it in your journal. Okay? <laughs> write it in your tell journal. Tell your therapist. Listen, I'll tell your therapist, write it in your journal. Keep it to yourself at the end of the day. Why are you, why are you out here with the jabber jaws? So let me ask you another question. So let's, let's go with the fact, not the fact, let's say the theory is true, that they do have an open relationship. Why not come out about it? You're Will and Jada. Like you said, you're part of the Untouchable crew. Why not come out and say, hey, yeah, we do have open relationship, especially given, given the world that we're in right now, right, where sexuality is more open and people are more accepting of things than they were before. Why not say, hey, yeah, man, you know, I give hall passes. She gives me hall passes, you know, I as think, long as we have an understanding. Okay, so my first instinctive thing about that is once you open those floodgates, that means it's free game, right? So think about it. If I was Jada, and a lot of people don't even, and I'm, I can't speak for the hoochie mamas and the groupies, but out of respect for the woman, you don't fuck with their man. And out of respect for man, you don't fuck with the woman, right? But once you put it to the world that, oh, we got an open relationship, that means in someone's brain, especially mine, you single. Because I'm going to tell you, if they put out there they got an open relationship and I see Will on the street, who ain't pushing up on him? But you don't think people are pushing up on Will regardless? Oh, no. I think a lot of people push up on them. Like, a lot of people don't care about the sanctity of marriage, right? Correct. But most people do. And then, again, out of respect for that relationship and respect for that individual you're in a relationship with, they don't cross that line. But once you put it out there publicly, then you really have a free-for-all. You don't think it has anything to do with appearances? I think, I don't think they really care about appearances. I think that's more of the situation. Because they kind of do their own thing. Like, hell, look, they let their kids out there do their own thing. So if you let your kid go out there and just be whatever, a free spirit, you're really not built on appearances. I don't know. I just find it really, I find it interesting that they keep coming back full circle to this whole open relationship room. 
right? They have to keep fighting, right? And this dude is doubling down. And that's what's scary to me. Usually you have somebody who tries to throw a rock at the throne and then they realize they got the king of queens attention and then they back down like, oh, okay, my, my, my bad, let me relax, you know? And he's not backing down. That's because so, they ain't come for him yet. <laughs> so I'm interested to see what it's going to look like. I do know that Jada did tweet saying that, you know, she has something to get off her chest and she'll be bringing herself to the table. Um, so I'm interested to see. I'm not going to go for her gimmicks either. So I'm interested to see what happens. I think people are going to agree that it's worth listening to. I think that. But you don't think that's a tactic as well? I think both of them are using tactics. Exactly. Who's to say that they're not together in cahoots with this? Who's to say? They could definitely be in cahoots with this. It could have been something as simple as August looked at her funny and Will had this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been something that was all in his head and she confirmed in some way. And you get what I mean? Like, it could all be a gimmick as for all we know. We're not behind it. Just like that whole Ja Rule thing with him doing the commercial with the yeah, the year, Gyro uh, restaurant and it was just a gimmick for a new show he has coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so people thought he was just down on his luck, just making a commercial for money, but he actually used that as a tease to get people's attention for this new show that he has coming out on the network. You get what I mean? Like, you never know with these celebrities nowadays. You just never know. Just like the whole Usher confession thing. That wasn't him. That was JD. Like, <laughs> but in our head, that was that him was and Chili, fault. though. And they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't stop to, to correct us until right. after the sales and everything right. and going multiple platinum for both albums. Right. Uh, the deluxe version too. Like they didn't stop to let us know until after it was said. Oh yeah, yeah, that was JD. That was me. Like, <laughs> right. No, we're, I don't think we'll ever know the whole story in regards to this one. Even when Jada says whatever the fuck she needs to say, which I'm, I'm be honest with you, I'm not interested in. That okay. So perfect. why are you, why are you more interested in August than Jada? First of all, did you not see the interview? Honey had ombre hair. What are you doing, sir? Like, what's this ombre situation we got going on with the pink? pink hat in the back, the pink beanie behind it, like, it was a lot just looking at him, but one, I haven't heard from August in a minute, so I'm just like, okay, what's going on, and then to be in that kind of position, where August is not no new kid on the block, he's not new to the scene, he's kind of been around, and he got a fan base, right, so to be in a situation, and a whole thruple, that's the new word of the relationship, a thruple, where... (laughs) Okay, at the end of the day... I haven't heard that in a while, actually. But go ahead. You're bringing it back. Throw I'm trying, you know. But to be in a situation where you were like the boy toy, I find that very intriguing. Do you think him, Will, and Jada did something together? Threesome? I don't want the, the clan to come after me. <laughs> you going to take it off air? Talk to me off air about it. Listen, like I said... I think he was the boy toy. I do think he was a boy toy. I think it was a thruple. I think Will had his own situation with some other people or whatever. But how come those aren't coming to light? Aren't women more likely to talk? He got that moolah. So August wasn't paid enough is what you're saying? I think, like you said, his, his you know, album's coming out. Or it could be a gimmick to support his career and, you know, get this whole brouhaha going. I don't know what it is. Maybe, like you said, he's butthurt because he's no longer in the throuple. I don't know. I think it says a lot about him because either way, you don't, you don't talk about what you do in the bedroom. 
you don't go run your mm-hmm. mouth or whatever whatever like so regardless if you're doing it for publicity if you're doing it for your you know your cd or whatever the hell nobody even has cds oh i'm aging myself mm. i was about to say cds when's listen. the last time you listened to a cd <laughs> or even if you're doing it because you're in your feelings either way it's still corny regardless of what definition you put behind it it's still corny yeah and that's that was my instinct. I was like, yo, you whack, bro. Like, you just shut down all possibilities of you getting back in there. You no longer part of that throuple. Like, you just, you just cut it off. But then on the <sighs> flip side, so, because me and Genesis was having this conversation, right? Because Genesis kept, I'm like, girl, ain't nobody messing with no August. I'll say that. If Janet can have anybody, she's going to have August. But that's just my opinion. You know, I like my men built a little bit more sturdy. So, but at the end of the day me and just have this conversation and she's like well what's the point of even getting married if you're gonna be doing all this like why not just stay single and i'm like right why not yeah but not but here's here's my here's my rebuttal to that not everybody gets married for the same reasons what what would they get married for because they got kids together because they already got a baby mother no, people get married for so many different reasons. People stay together. You know this for so many different reasons. I so let's know. be real. Let's 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 switch it to uh, a prominent white person, right? Bill Clinton and Hillary. You think they was ever going to divorce? No, I think that whole marriage situation. Because first of all, there's no one really in you know the governmental system that is single. So even running for certain offices, they're expecting you to have a certain type of stability. And that comes with a spouse and that comes with kids, right? But we're talking about Will Smith and Jada, who both grew up in the Hollywood. Will came up with in the music industry. He already had a baby mother. All right. So him having another baby mother, he wasn't stunning on that. But here's what I'm saying. I believe that for them them being together gave them so many other benefits in other areas. Like what? Like. If you were Will, how would you benefit? Okay, if I'm Will, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's grounded as mature, like it's clear that Jade is a lot more mature than Will. And I feel like Jada actually schooled Will in the game, the movie game. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. And the industry and the Hollywood game. So you know this more than I do. Behind every powerful man is a what? powerful woman <laughs> thank you so you don't think that jada had a hand in wielding this empire you don't think jada's running this empire oh no so I, I think, think she's very like she's very much a necessity in his transition from tv to movie because you right. can't be worth 20 million dollars a movie and not have some kind of backing to that but also with that transition happened other things as well right so not just from TV, no, to movies, but to like TV to movie to like Empire. So he owns like his own broadcasting network. Like people don't forget, like my wife and kids, that show, that's Will, like behind the scenes of that. Like Will was behind the scenes of a lot. I love my wife and kids. Yeah, like Will was behind the scenes of a lot of these network shows and things that happening. So I know he was producing a lot of things. Exactly. Even with his kids' career, he was, you know, producing with the music and movies and stuff like that. So I do believe that what people don't understand is that relationships sometimes to get, they're not, they're never perfect, right? There's areas that come together naturally. And then there's your areas where you have to work on constantly. And, you know, where we have issues is people 
not putting in the same amount of work in those areas or no longer wanting to put in work in those areas. You get what I'm saying? And I think honestly for them, it behooves them if they stay together rather than go through the whole issue of a divorce because they have an empire to build together. It's just more beneficial for them to stay together um, financially. And honestly, Will seems to have like a connection with her that he just I knows. I think they like have she, a good relationship. And I'm not even talking about marriage. I'm talking about they're good, just a good relationship. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think like it's they're just friends. that. Yeah, and it could just be just one area where they have to quote unquote outsource. If it's true, let me tell you, I'm all for the outsourcing. Okay, I'm you said that. So, outsourcing. would you be in an open relationship? Um, I don't think I would get married. Um, but at the end, of the day, I don't see myself getting married till like I'm 50 anyway. So, I think by 50, I'll be ready to be with like one guy forever. But uh, wow. listen, <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. These Negroes be getting on my nerves. You don't understand. And any the sex is a p- component of it, but just dealing with people, males, y'all be a lot sometimes. You be like, oh, go sit down. So let's, let's break this down. So for you to get married, is it more so you have to be in a certain place in your life? Or have you not yet ran across someone who checks off most of your checkboxes? Because I know you have a checkbox because I just know you. I think I've met a lot of guys who who check off my boxes. Um, I think the major one to me is that friendship dynamic, which is still lacking. Like having a male that's a friend. I think that's the part that's lacking because at the end of the day, the sex is going to fade. The looks are going to fade. And we still got to be in this RV together, okay? And if I got to look at your ass and drive around the world with you, I still want to drive around with my friend. So what would you do or would you be willing to sacrifice your other checkbox for the friendships? I think the friendship is a major component and will satisfy the other checkboxes automatically. So if you had a guy, and I know you, if you had a guy that you guys got along well, you guys had similar interests, and he genuinely wanted to get to know you, and enjoyed you, enjoyed your daughter. You get what I mean? And my dogs, because you know we're packaging. Of course. Sorry, Josephine <laughs> and Hendrix, all up in the mix. But yet, wasn't as wasn't as ambitious business wise. Had kind of low expectations for getting to the bag. You know, was like, like house husband. I'm saying, what if he's coming up short in other areas, but is really solid here, is really supporting you, willing to help you where you, when you need it, but it's just not doing much for himself. So, like a house husband, right? But he's like, that's not true because some house, some house husbands or housewives do other things for themselves. But anyway, what are you, what are you doing with that? I already know the answer. I just need you to say, what are you doing? With I'm trying to wrap my brain around the fact that why he. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to tell you something in and of itself. A man who's not ambitious is not even going to approach me. I know that in and of itself because... What if the circumstances happen? He doesn't have to approach you. I could just be in similar settings and it just happens. He's still going to have to approach me because... He'll... That's not true. If I introduce you to somebody, he ain't approach you. He, he's still an introduction. He's still got to approach me in a romantic realm because he's going to be in a friend zone forever until he does. <laughs> and I think that's what men fail to realize. I can key, key, key with you all day long. I could text you every day. You text me every day. That does not mean I view you as someone that I'm dating because you did not shift the dynamic of our relationship with your actions. So me texting mm-hmm. you and talking to you and key, key, keying with you, we just cool. That don't right. mean we talking. 
And I think what a I'm lot saying, of people get that misconstrued. But what if he's shifting that though? But he's just not he's just not outgoing in that department. Like he's not trying to do better for himself, you know, financially. He's not trying to do this. He's good with where he's at. And it depends. see, okay, now if he can care for himself and me and my child and my dogs where he's at, then by all means, knock yourself out. You ain't I don't need nobody who's trying to be a multimillionaire. I don't need that. No, no, no. I mean he can care for himself. Oh, then he need to care for himself and go on somewhere. <laughs> Don't worry. Because if okay. I'm caring for you, then now you're my house husband. Okay. No, no, no. He, he can care for himself. You're not caring for him. But what I'm saying is he can't he can't carry the whole load of you, your daughter, and your dogs and himself. He's he can he can get his own spot. He can take care of himself. He can do this, but he can't necessarily take care of you how you want to be taken care of. You know, you and your dogs and your child, of course. So are you willing to outsource the other things that he's lacking with? What, financially? Yeah, like, are you going to outsource what he's missing? See, are you gonna... I have to outsource finances to another man. That other man is going to want coochie. <laughs> so that means I'm also having sex with this other man, too. So then at the end of the day, it's like, then why are you here? Just a laughing joke with me? You could be my homeboy then. So, hey, hey, friend. But no, I feel like some things can be outsourced. Like, I'll give you a prime example. Conversations. Some men are great protective providers. They bring, you know, they bring home the bacon. They'll take care of you. They'll pay the bills. They'll do whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, having a conversation with them is like fucking nails on the chalkboard. It's fucking hard. It's like pulling teeth. So sometimes you got to outsource that conversation to somebody else. And I think you brought up a great point. I'm glad you did that. So when I talk about open relationships, it doesn't just have to be sex. Absolutely. And I think you brought up a good point. It could be open for other things or um, dimensions in the relationship. Now, how would you feel about that? Now, I know some women have issues with that. And I say women just because that's who my circle, that's the people in my circle that have told me that they have issues with that. Right. And which I hear all the time, not just from women, but from men, too, that they have they have trouble talking to their spouse about other things. So when it comes about, you know, household duties, how we're going to do this, what's doing that, they can have those conversations. Right. Right. But when it comes about, you know, similar interests or things that may intrigue them or deeper conversations within a certain subject, they kind of struggle with. So they then outsource that, like we said before, and their significant other takes exception to that. Is that acceptable? to you as i think that exception is based on the relationship that person has right so i remember i was with a guy and i was texting you and we was key 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 about something i don't know who the hell we was talking about but it was a good ass conversation like, <laughs> damn you over there on the phone with such and such you ain't even talking to me and, da, da, da. and i'm like what's your point so he was kind of in his feelings i'm like this is my homeboy like Get out your feelings. This is not like me in your house texting another nigga that I'm romantically involved in because then that would be disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm in another right. nigga house and I'm texting another... Like, nah, like, that's disrespectful. I'm texting my homeboy. You can't tell me I can't talk to my homeboy. So I right. think it's based on a relationship where it builds that comfort, right? So now, if I was texting another nigga and I was in a dude house chilling with him and I'm texting... Like, that's disrespectful. I get him having a problem with that because I would have a problem with that because I actually had somebody do that. Like, you in my house but you text another bitch, get the fuck out. Go be with that bitch. So, I think it depends on the actual relationship and I also understand that cheating, i.e. like 
having sex doesn't start with, oh, jumping out the window and having sex. It starts with that initial key, key, key conversation. Right. And it leads into that. But don't you think in that situation, context also matters as well? Because oftentimes it's not a matter of talking to the opposite sex or what have you, but the content in which you're you're having that conversation like what are you talking about like what's going right on? so if i'm sitting here shooting you nudes then all right nigga can, <laughs> nigga can have a problem with that you know what i'm saying i, would, I the, would hope that he'd have a problem with right you, but at the end of the day i think and, and here's the issue herein lies the issue because i've been in situations where people had oh that's my sister oh that's my friend and then a year later y'all got baby together this mm. same bitch you said it was your sister this same bitch you told me i had to worry about so I, I can understand why people would feel a way about certain male-female, you know, relationships. But right. at the end of the day, like you said, it's certain things you do have to outsource, but it isn't in a, always in a romantic realm. No, I agree. And it's up to those people to keep those boundaries, right? But it, to me, though, it's just interesting how we always put the onus on sexuality when we talk about open relationships when i know good and well like there's people who are in full-blown married and have been married for 10 plus years and can't stand talking to their significant others i can't stand spending time with their significant other and they outsource that and they're okay with it like they know okay you go do this i go do that like you know and i'm just like okay so what's the difference between somebody doing that with sex like you just do it with this but they do it with sex isn't essentially the same thing the need is not being fulfilled in your relationship so you therefore outsource it to another um, <laughs> provider um, to fulfill those needs you get what i mean you know i get what you mean <laughs> like let's I'm be real like I'm the outsource queen, honey. I was about to say, like, I, I know you. Like, you outsource real quick. Because I can't see you being in no relationship where the dude is dull and you can't talk to him about, like, deep stuff or a book that you read or the subject matter. You, you get what I mean? Like, Let me tell you, like, that's you, the worst thing ever. You can't do that. Like, for that's me, That's why like, I be texting you all the time. So I be <laughs> like, oh, my God, huh? Like, Even it, though it you, you still haven't read The Alchemist, but that's irrelevant. But I know. But here's the difference, right? Mm -hmm but I've read enough material to know the subject matter of the alchemist. So we can have a conversation about the subject matter of the alchemist and I can have a conversation about the process and how the process is aligning more than the destination and all that. We can have that conversation and be yeah. fully engrossed in it. But I don't think you could do that. You get what I mean? So if you're in a relationship Listen, where I got you can't whole people do that. In my call log and I can't even mention that alchemist, but, but 50 cent, uh, 50 cent, 50, what the 50, uh, powers of law, laws of power, whatever fuck, the 50 cent book, all them, all them Negroes done read that book but ain't read nothing else worth reading. And I'm just like, so to me, <laughs> right. So what deems accept, like what is an accessible open relationship? And what is an acceptable, I'm sorry, an acceptable open relationship? I don't know. If it's not sex, it's acceptable? I don't know. I'm gonna tell you, like to me, I feel like I can't settle down if certain things aren't there, right? So if I have to outsource too much, then you are just not the person for me at all. And I think the biggest thing is for me, just going back to me in, in the relationship realm and the, the check boxes and everything else, someone could check all these boxes I have. But if I feel like I got to constantly explain who I am to someone, that to me is an issue. And it's just like some people just get you organically. Mm -hmm. And some people just don't get you at all. And you got to constantly explain why you're crying or why you're happy or why you're upset. Why, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, 
Nigga, you ain't paying attention? Right. So I think it's very rare you meet people. Like, I dated one dude, and he just got me. Like, he, he just understood who the fuck I was. You know what I'm saying? And to have that is so refreshing. So even if it was things that were not, you know, ideal, it gives you the space to want to work on it. I get it. And also for me, I think it's a mutual. The mutuality has to be there. There has to be a mutual understanding of what we're outsourcing. And I think that has to be there. So I know, generally speaking, a lot of outsourcing happens with common interests. So a big example, an acceptable example is sports. So if one partner really loves sports and another knows nothing about sports, they'll agree to like... (laughs) outsource that you get what i mean and they'll have rules about that you know hey yeah you could you could outsource that blah 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 blah. but i also know that like it's a mutual kind of thing and there's boundaries right so if i know in your relationship yeah you're into some sports whatever but if you're just not deep into that you're okay with your significant other talking to somebody else now i think you'd have an issue if it was a girl but Right. If it, was, if it was another homeboy, you'd be like, oh, all right, that's your boy talking about sports. You're like, uh-uh, who's this chick talking about ESPN and mm-mm, mm-mm. That's all chick. Good night, goodbye, <laughs> okay? So, like, I don't know. I think it has to be mutual. Like, so I'll give you a personal example. So one time I had, um, I had this friend who uh, was in a relationship. So we met. Um, I was at work. I was at work. And um, I was helping her with something. We just kind of joked. We just started talking, whatever. And we had a similar interest in movies. So I like movies. She liked movies. Her boyfriend didn't like movies. He wasn't into it. Wasn't into it. Right. I don't know. Dude dude wasn't into movies. So whatever. So dude wasn't into movies. Um, So it was the time when Batman came out. That first Batman Mm. came out. The one that unfortunately the shooting in Aurora, Colorado happened that Batman. So I wanted to go see it. Um, she wanted to go see it. So I was like, well, I'm down, but you know, you got to check with your mans. I don't want no problems. You get what I'm saying? I don't want no problems. So lo and behold, said it was cool, boom, boom, boom. But really, it became an issue afterwards. Oh, of course. Sense? It became an issue afterwards. So I was just like, okay. And that just spawned kind of like a debate within my friend circle. Is it okay to go with the movies with somebody else that's not just significant other? So let me is the movie something. an intimate setting? You are out that? here giving a lot of niggas the blues because a lot of females <laughs> naturally migrate to you and they be like, who this nigga like? <laughs> and I'm like, that's hard. <laughs> who? Who that nigga? I'm like, oh God. But I get no, that. I, I get that all the time, though, for I, like, I feel like, I was like, I had to ask questions, do I have a rhythm on my forehead? Like, I want your chick. Like, I don't. Like, I really don't. Also, like, in my head, if I wanted your chick, I'd get your chick. But that's neither here nor there. If I wanted your chick, I'd get your chick. But, like, don't be mad because your chick's talking to me. Because like, I had a me. lot. Like, I've had at least two to three dudes who fucked that nigga. <laughs> like... <laughs> like Time to listen to the Hans and Tristan podcast. Right! And you supporting me like you were supposed to. Like, tell him to hit yeah, the I had, podcast. I had a dude told me I shouldn't even do the podcast. He I like, remember that. Remember I, I told that. you? And I was yeah, like, I oh, that. he's wildin'. And I said, oh, wow. He should come on, man. Tell how you feel, man. Let's, let's have a conversation. But, I mean, you you ruffle a lot of niggas' feathers. Especially <clears> in my work. <throat> I could be like, really, Hans? Like, dude, 
first of all, he gonna be here even when you motherfucking not. So you might as well get acclimated <laughs> to him. Like, what did you do? But but the thing with that though is, it goes to first the first thing that comes to mind to me is insecurities, right? It goes to insecurities. But the other thing to me, it goes into that whole a hit dog a holler. Like you know, you're not putting work in certain areas, and then you'll be like oh you get what i mean like that's that's where i come from if you're not putting in the work of the areas that you know you're lacking it's going to be a problem i tell you with my girl she's way more academic academically adept than i am that's her work she got a whole phd you get what i mean like she's way more immersed into the uh academic side of mental health and marriage and family therapy than i ever care to be honest right but I still make it my duty to understand and still be up there. So like what I look like not knowing what her whole dissertation is about, like what I look like not knowing what post-traumatic slave disorder is about me. and the ramifications that happens. <laughs> I have yet to have one dude I'm dating ask me what my dissertation is about. Oh, wow. And these niggas wonder why I don't take them serious. You don't give a fuck about me. You don't care about me. Nigga, do you even know my middle name? Get the fuck out That's my face. Bad. But, but, and that's the world we live in, right? So it's like, yeah, why would I take you serious? I'm definitely going to outsource. And I'm not going to have any hesitation with that shit because guess what? You're not fully invested in the situation any motherfucking way. All right. But I guess in summation, I believe open relationships are more prevalent than what we think they are. Absolutely. Um, Some people in an open not... relationship and don't even know it. <laughs> don't do that. Stop being messy. <laughs> Um, open relationships do not just mean sex okay it does not just mean sex and also they don't ha always have to be a bad thing just like the examples we give you can have a mutually agreed upon hey this is something that we really just can't get too close about it's okay if you do this it's okay if i do that as long as it works for your relationship you guys should be okay with it that's how that's my feeling if it works for your relationship who am i to tell you get what i mean who am right I Right. Oh I mean, because in my head, that would be like, Ty be like, oh, you can't kick with Tristan no more. I'd be like, hold on, chick. Right. So, so I, I definitely get it. But it's also about that, that third person, that other person respecting the relationship and right. also staying in their fucking lane. <laughs> some people don't like to stay in their lane. Some people like to start swerving and skirt, skirt. And you be like, hold on now. You getting, a little, you getting a little out of hand. Like, this is your lane, not this. Stay where you belong. And a lot of people don't understand it. And also, a lot of people don't understand that they are, are the outsource. Some mm. people think they're the main. Uh-oh. They think they're the main, it. not understanding they're the outsource. So people thinking that they're the entree, but they're the appetizer. Dang. Honey, yes. Dang. You're not the burger, you're the fries. <laughs> <laughs> not even the fries, you're the cold. Why? Right. You're you the ketchup. I'm sick. So I um, think people need to understand that, but a lot of people don't because let's be real, we're not we're not living in a world where honesty is the best policy. That and also we allow too many outside influences to dictate our relationships. And that's one thing I'm big about. Everybody who knows me, I'm not that public about what I got going on just because at the end of the day, you know what's going on when you know me. That's how you know what's going on. So just because you follow me on IG, Facebook, or whatever, doesn't mean you know me. Listen. So you know what's going on when you know me. Right. So, 
it's levels to this shit. And then on the flip side, I, I got to go back to what you were saying about creating a relationship that works for you. And I think that's another struggle with me settling down because you get with so many people who have this idea of what society is telling they need. It's like, oh, I want kids. You brought up the wrong tree, poo. Oh, well, I want to have this whole, you know, retirement. My grandkids come over. Who grandkids coming over? Fuck them kids. They not coming over here. Like, no. Like, I'm being my RV chilling. If you're not trying to hop in the RV with me, and go around and save dogs and take pictures and you ain't motherfucking, I ain't the girl for you. I think you're lying about the kids part though. The grandbaby? The gran- yeah. If Genesis has a kid, you're lying. You, you know good and well. If Genesis has a baby, she ain't moving out. <laughs> I, felt, I felt so bad. Let me tell you something. Whom, whomever chooses to impregnate my child, sir, I feel bad for you. Because you will they, they be like, well, one of y'all got to leave the living room. <laughs> I can see that that look, you know that Diddy meme with the guy? Y'all gonna be looking at each other like I'm like, pregnant her. Nigga, I birthed her. <laughs> Ooh, I wanna be there. I just wanna be there and watch. That's I'm like, she better not because I might fuck around moving and shit. Like she's gonna have to move out. She's gonna have to grandma, move out. No, where's she going? Because everywhere she go there, I'm gonna be. Me and the RV. Why do you think I'm getting the RV? We need to get you that dude to keep you focused and distracted. Like, <laughs> no, he need to be able to roll. Come on, Genesis got something going on. You coming or not? And if you say no, okay, we need a divorce, huh? Sign right here, please. Wow. 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 Anywho, well, guys, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Let us know what you think about these open relationships. Are you in an open relationship? If you are, what's it like? Which part of it is open? I'd like to know. And how long has it been open? You know, stuff like that. Definitely. Let us know. You can hit us up on Hans and Tristan Podcast on IG. We're on YouTube, guys. Please go watch our YouTube videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Hans and Tristan Podcast. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye.